everything you said makes a whole lot of sense. You know, it's just like, and it's so much, but is it because it's what's going on because the, basically the absence of the father in the household? Well, you're right. But what I'm saying is that the absence of the father oftentimes is a result of the way the son was raised. So it's just basically this continuing right. it, circle. It, it, right. It, so it's a vicious cycle. I, for me, I moved back with my father. You know, my mother and parents, my mother and father were divorced when I was nine. I moved back with my father when I was 14. So those years when you really start to grow into manhood, I was living with my father. So my, my worldview was different, um, you know, than it could have been. My, my point being is this. If, if a man raises his son to stay, his son will stay. Right. Right. If a man doesn't, his son won't stay. If a mother raises her son to think that no woman is good enough for him. Yeah. Then it's easy for him to walk away because she isn't good enough for you. Right. If a woman raises a man to to think that, you know, you don't know if that's your child or not. Right. It's easy for him to say, well, why should I pay child support? I don't think it's my child anyway. Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, but if, if a woman raises her son differently, then at least when he, you know, cause you may not have a man in the house with you now, and you might can't get a man in the house with you now, but you can still raise your son to be responsible so he will stay. If, if your daughter has to wash dishes, your son should have to wash dishes. If your daughter has to cook, your son, your son should have to cook. Your son should take just as many responsibilities on as your daughter take on. Right. In fact, he should take on more because if he doesn't take on more responsibilities than your daughter, you're teaching him that he should not be the one that is uh, the head of the household. But he should also understand with more responsibilities, you know, uh, does not mean that you are now controlling things. It just means that you have to ensure that things go smoothly. Right. And so t- that's how you teach him. But usually it's the opposite. It's that the daughter is the one that has to assist the, the, you know, the single mother. And the son just playing video games. Right. Or he's out running, you know, playing games in the street, right. this kind of thing. You know, it, it, you said video games. It just mm-hmm. basically reminded me of my childhood, even early adulthood, just sitting around playing video games and not... I'm going to be flat out honest. I didn't feel like I had to be fully grown to about 30. <laughs> you know, I just, I just feel like, I felt like my, my whole twenties was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't have to act grown mm-hmm. until around 30 years. Mm-hmm. Old. Right. You know, even though I had owned the house, owned the house, car, you know, mm-hmm. worked on the business, but still I didn't have to act grown. Right. And that is really, I'm just, not the dance. Let's just call it what it is. Spider-Man, Marvel, the whole Marvel movies is making billions of dollars. It ain't because kids going to watch the movie. Mm-mm. It's because grown adults like myself can't wait to sit down and watch Black Panther. Right. And can't wait to watch Iron Man. Right. But then if you have a movie come out about Selma mm-hmm. 
or 12 years of slave, mm-hmm. something that's going to teach you something or some history right? or or a movie that will open your mind. You can you can basically go in there and break dance in the movie theater because ain't nobody in there. They even watch you break. You know, it's like you could disturb the whole movie theater because right. ain't nobody in there. Right. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Well, again, and that's why I say I think that, and I'm not trying to put all the responsibility on the, the woman, but I want to help her because if the man is not there, see, if the man is there, then all this goes to the man, right? But I'm just trying to say to the women that don't, don't have a man there, but you got a boy in your home, you want to raise your son so that the next woman benefits from what you have done, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, and, and, I, and I'll say this, for example, and I, I defer to my father, not because I didn't have a wonderful mother, it's because but she was a woman. There were things she could not teach me, right? right? right. And I'll give you a quick example. Um, I, at an early age, my, my, my father's concept was simple, and that is, you know, if you wanted something, when I wanted a car, for example, my father brought home the help one ads and handed it to me and said, there's your car. Right. You know, and I understood exactly what that meant, you know? Right. When I started working, I worked at Holiday Inn as a busboy, and I used to uh, get a ride home with, you know, a college student that lived a block from my house. Okay, he went to North Carolina Central University, lived a block from my house. And I rode home, you know, get around, got, get around with him, so he was not out of his way at one bit, you know, and I would get out and walk the rest of the way home. My father asked me one day, he said, how much do you pay him? And I said, pay him? Why should I pay him? Right. He, he got to come home, and I'm getting off at his house and walking home. My father says, that's not the issue. He said, if you're riding in this car, it's more weight. That means he's burning more gas. That means his engine is working harder. He said, so therefore, you should always offer him something. If he doesn't take it, it's on him, but you should offer it. Right. I said, oh, okay. The next time he, t- he you know, he ever dropped me off, I offered him something. He took it, <laughs> you know. Right. That was a valuable lesson. See, my father was trying to help me understand Always pay your own way. Always pay your own way. Always be responsible for yourself. That didn't just translate with me and my male friends. It also translated with me and my female friends, mm-hmm. you know, because they didn't have to be somebody I was dating. It could just be a female friend. I still would always offer to pay for it, right. you know, because that's what he was teaching me to do. So when I became, you know, married, it was... I know, you know, it was it was a part of me to say, hey, you know what? Hey, it's my responsibility right. to make sure that, you know, we're in a home that, you know, you know, all these kind of things. And I'm saying the same thing if you are a single mother. If you're a single mother and you're teaching a son, I'm saying that what you have to do if there's not a man present is you have to teach him to be responsible and you have to do it in a way so he understands that this is a way of life. So that's why, again, I go back and say you should never have your daughter responsible for more than your son. And I know sometimes women will say things like this, well, my daughter is more equipped to babysit than my son is. It's only because you teach them that way. Right. If you don't teach them that way, that's not how they will be. You know, you, you, you have to instill in them those, you know, characteristics. Your son should know that, you know what? Uh, I'm gone now. You're the man of the house. You're the man of the house when I leave here. This is what this is what you need to be, you need to protect your sister. You need to protect this home. You, you know, he needs it. You know, again, not so he can lord over the house, but so he can understand the role of a man in the home. So when he leaves the house and gets a wife, that's natural for him. 
So he's not sitting there waiting for his wife to make all the decisions. He's not the one making sure the rent gets paid or making sure the mortgage, you know, that she's not making sure the rent get paid right. or the mortgage. But he is the one that's, that's spearheading it. He's the one that's making it happen. So he takes responsibilities away from his wife so that she can enjoy life without always having the burdens on her shoulders. And I think that the man was made to bear more burdens. Scripturally, that's what the Bible teaches us. So he should bear those burdens so his wife can live a, a life where she can enjoy being a mother, enjoy being a wife. It's hard to enjoy being a wife and a mother if you're raising your husband. Right, <laughs> you, exactly. You know. Yeah. And it's, it is, I can say this from, you know, from my perspective, from being an only child. It is, you just tend to just fall in that role if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not careful, you sit around, like I can sit around here and be like, hey, yeah, you going to do that for me? Sure. You know, I, I'll fall in that role real quick. But then you have to catch yourself. You're like, you know what? I can't, I got, you know, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I got, you know, I got to, I can't sit in that. And that's what the one part that men, I think, men will not do what I just did is admit to falling in that role every once in a while. Well, it's hard. Yeah. Look, look what you just said. When the guy tried to get out of the road, the girl put him in check. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes what a guy do is just say, I'm not going to, listen, why should I fight you? You know, why should I go against the system? Right. But I understand. See, again, it's a two, that's why it's just a twofold problem. If as a single mother, your daughter is always put in charge because you say she is the more mature one. Right. If she's put in charge when she is a child and when she's a teenager, when she gets married, she don't just stop feeling like she is in charge. Right. So she still feels like I have to be responsible. So she's still the one that feels like I have to make sure the bills get paid. I have to make sure, you know, the house is run. I have to do this. It's, it's a learned thing. See, it's because that if, if that's what mom did and that's what mom taught you to do, that's right. how you think. Now, I can tell you that's how my mom did. My mom did it. She taught my sisters to be that way, as we all often laugh and joke about, right. but it's just the truth. Right. That's what she taught them. My wife's mother taught her the same way. Not because they're bad people. They're lovely people. But my wife's parents, my, 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 wife's, grand, my, excuse me, my wife's father was a career military man. So he was gone a lot. He was in the Navy. Right. That meant his mother, excuse me, my wife's mother, you know, she kind of took care of things. So she taught her daughters to be in charge. She taught her daughters, you're responsible. You know, my, my wife was taking care of a whole lot of things that a girl her age, in my opinion, ought not to be responsible for. Right. But she taught her that way. It's hard now that you get married to all of a sudden not be what you've been taught to be, you know. So it was incumbent upon me because I had been taught by my father that, you know what, you the man, you the right. man. So that wasn't an easy transition for anybody, you know, to figure right. out, you know, we we we, we got we to have a contest here to see right. who's going to really be the head of this household because right. I'm not acquiescing and she's not acquiescing. Right. But but that's, that's a rarity that two people, you know, come up that way, right. you know, right. and right. so it ended up because usually one of them, I could have easily, believe you me, I could have easily sat back and said, OK, honey, here's half of my paycheck. You pay all the bills. Yeah. And take the other half and just blow it on anything, right. you know. And that's she right. and she was as happy as she could be, yeah. You know, because that's how she that's what she was taught. And then, and then sit around and be resentful underneath it all, you know. 
you're not helping me. Right. My man's not helping me with this and I shouldn't have to be, but then you're doing it. And then he comes home to a, a upset woman. You know, that's the reason why um, there's a happy hour at four, <laughs> at four o'clock to like six. That's the reason right. why golf was invented. Right. Okay, let's hit this little white ball and go find it. Mm-hmm. It's been three hours. That's why deep sea fishing was invented. It's like, them men don't really care about catching that, that fish. It's like, they throw, they throw it back, they in, throw the back in the water. <laughs> but I know to tell people, I said, if, if your man wants to spend more time away from home than at home, Mm-hmm. That's a telltale sign right there. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, you know, you know, I'm on business. I'm out doing stuff, and you know, sometimes I work from oh, when I come, I want to be at home. I want to sometimes, I, I, most of the time, I want to chill out mm-hmm. and watch TV or watch the game. Right. I don't really want to go to the bar to watch the game because right. one, it costs more money right. to watch it at home. Right. I got my own TV. I got my own surround sound that I put together myself right. at home. And you got your own comfort. Right. You ain't worried about the folk next to you acting crazy. Right, right, right. You know, so, but then right in the middle of the game, you know, halftime come and you say, okay, and then your wife wants to bring up something mm. more, uh, uh, wants to bring up a serious subject. It's like, why are you doing this right mm. now? You know, but most men won't have that conversation to, you know, basically, don't, this is not the time for that. We'll talk about it later and actually follow up and talk about it. You know what men do? They get up. Well, and then they start going to the bar. Well, see, here's the thing. The, we have to think about why do they do that, though? That's why, that's why I'm looking at the, what's the core problem. The reason why women do that is because they have been taught to do that. Yeah. See, if, if your wife feels like you will solve a problem, she won't ask you. You know, it, see, it won't come up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's only when they feel like I have to get involved that they do that. And that takes, and again, that's, that's because of how... Whoever is the, I guess, has the most influence in the household, usually in the black household, the woman has the most influence. So she, she teaches her daughters to have the most influence. Right. So she's teaching her sons not to have a lot of influence. So that's why the daughters feel like, I, I need to do that. So when they get married, they have to do that. If they teach it the other way around, they won't interrupt you because they'll think you know, their mindset will be, you got it covered. How many, how many black women you know when they're living at home stop their mother from watching TV to ask their mother, are we going to be able to pay the rent? <laughs> Zero. I know, because the, their concept <laughs> is what? Mom got it. Right. Mom know what she's doing because that's what they teach each other. And I'm saying that we should teach our children in a way that when they get married, so that woman knows that her husband got it, but the husband has been trained well enough so that he's got it. And that, so when things come up like that, see, if, there's a, if there is a, a, in my household, for example, this didn't happen overnight. Let me stress this. This is not an overnight thing. This took right. year, a couple, seven years approximately to get us on this playing field, all right? My wife doesn't worry about a thing. Not one problem in that household does she ever worry about. Right. Not one thing, okay? And there are things that I think she should worry about, but she doesn't. Because her history living with me has taught her that he's going to have it. So therefore, there's no, well, you know what? I just noticed this was broke. You're going to fix it? None of that happens. If it's broke, she don't open her mouth. Right. Because she knows what? He's new, he knows when the need to be done. He knows you know, know how to get, you know, she, he knows it's going to happen, you know, so on and so on. 
if if there was if I was a different kind of husband, soon some broke, she'd be in there saying, Hey, listen, this is broke, what you gonna do now? And we need to sit down and figure out how we're gonna who we're gonna call, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. None of that happens. So that's that's why I'm saying that it it is incumbent upon a generation. We gotta start somewhere. Some generation has to say, you know what, I'm going to break the cycle. I'm gonna teach my children a certain way, you know, so that they understand, you know, you know, and I can tell you um, that 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 for me, the time is now. Yeah. You know, we can't keep complaining. The time is now. We can't complain about yesterday is over with. Yeah. But what we got to do is start saying, OK, if I'm the influencer over my grandchildren, I'm going to teach them right now. If I'm the influencer over my children, I'm going to teach them right now. If they're grown, you're wasting your time. Move on. <laughs> you just are. You know, one thing that I did that just entered my head was um, what men should strive to be as a father mm-hmm. is be as consistent as your heavenly father. Absolutely. And if you can't get no more simplistic than that for right. an explanation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what you was talking about was really the inconsistency that women see in men. But, you know, when you talk about things in the Bible, you talk about Lord, everything is consistent. Boom, boom, boom. It's like he is there. He's going to see you through. Boom. It's consistent. So you don't stop worrying. God got it. Stop worrying. It's the same thing is. Stop worrying your husband got. Stop worrying your father got. Like, I know that my two kids think right now that I'm rich like a superhero. Right. You know, so they know that whatever comes across, I can handle it. Right. So, but that came from me being consistent with my kids. Right. And your daughter, see, when your daughter gets married, that's how that's how she's going to look at her husband. Right. Because that's what she saw. So, she's going to look at her husband and she's going to think, you know what? I ain't got to worry about it. He's going to have it. Right. You know, he's going to have it. And if he doesn't have it, she's going to come right back to her daddy. <laughs> right. You know, because that's that's what I'm saying, because you have developed that cycle that, that says, you know what? I will make sure that your needs are met. Right. And that's that's what you have done. But we I guess that's what I'm saying. We got to start a generation. And you're right. Everything you're saying is that's correct. It's, it's that. And, and you're consistent because what choice you got? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know right. I mean, what choice you got? If you don't consistently pay Dominion Power, right? They gonna cut it off. They, they go cut it off. Right. If you don't consistently ensure that you have transportation, it's going. You know, so we we have to do that. But but some at some point, but the reason why people, let me. I said another simple way. I know women because I counsel been counseling since 1989. I have heard so many women say, "I cannot give my husband that kind of control." Because if I do, my lights will be turned off and I, or I will be evicted. I have watched many of those women separate from their husbands and their husbands get apartments, keep the apartments <laughs> and the lights stay on. Right. The car's still running and they still pay their bills. See, when the men who don't pay the bill is not because he don't know how. It's because the he's, he's feel like, you know what? She's got it. Right. Because, uh, again, that's, that's a training issue. If we had been trained differently, he wouldn't feel that way and she wouldn't be afraid to let him do it. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. It is, it's the person making that statement 
that the lights would be cut off should have just said, I'm not paying the bill. What do you do to your, what do you, what, what do people do to their kids? Well, eventually they say, I'm not paying X, Y, and Z right. anymore. And you don't do it in a negative way. Right. You just allow him to do it. See, it's not that he ain't going to pay it. It's just when we're sitting there talking and I'm talking about how to manage your home, you know, and we're talking about, you know, how to, how to do your finances right. and all these kind of things and, and how the operators won. Cause see, you can't, you can, as you know, you cannot move forward financially if my money is here and your money is here, you know, because uh, we, got, we got to consolidate. Then we have to diversify based on our consolidated funds right. so we can get the best interest rate so we can, you know, make the best investments, that kind of thing. Because I ain't, if, if my money is here and your money is here, mm-hmm. I'm planning for my money. Right. I ain't planning for your money. Right. If we put that money together, I'm working hard. I'm right. working hard for our money now. So, but when I'm, you know, talking about those kind of things, what I often hear women will say was, I can't put my money with his because this is what he will do. You know, he will do this or he will do that. He's not responsible. But then when he's on his own, he is as responsible as he can be. Yeah. See, that's a matter of how you've been taught. They have been taught that he's not going to be responsible. They haven't even tried it yet. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's really a shame the, the amount of negativity that is that that is existing after the honeymoon phase you know of a marriage and it's just like what in the world it's like okay you have to be able to communicate like an adult and trust yeah you say you trust the person with your life but you won't trust them with a hundred dollars yeah crazy uh, yeah but see again that's why i said you gotta forget your past a lot of that is because People, they judge their present by their past. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, mom, my mama told me, don't you ever give a man all your money. Uh, you know, I saw this happen with one of my girlfriends. It's, 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 it's that kind of right. thinking. It's that, and I understand if you've been hurt, you, you, you're nervous about it. You are. And so I, I advise you, you know, I advise anybody, before you invest in anything, you want to read all the fine print. So before you invest in a man, read all the fine print. But I'm saying once you read the fine print, if you think he's worthy of marrying you, then he should be worthy of you feeling, trusting him enough that, you know what? He won't let me down if I put our money together. If if you feel that way, you shouldn't marry him in the first place. Yeah. And that that right there is a whole nother subject for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of these situations could be avoided just in the, if that process would have took place. Yeah. Or, or again, I, I go back. Two, it's a two-way street. I hate yeah. to say it for the women out there, there's a lot of men that have married women that they shouldn't have married. Well, and that's very true. But I, I, I go back to we got to break the cycle, right? And where we break the cycle is somewhere we have to look at our, our children and say, hey, listen, I'm going to teach you. Every marriage doesn't break up because I'm not responsible. Let me put it on the table. Right. But... A, a large part of it is, is that, you know, we don't want to raise men to be boys. I guess that's, that's the thing I'm saying. We don't want to raise men to be boys. We want to raise men to be men. And if we want to raise men to be men, we have to raise girls to be women, right. not raise girls to be men. Right. And oftentimes that's what we do. And that's where, where real men 
end up bumping heads real hard with independent women. And yeah. if you start noticing, you can't you can't handle me because I'm independent. It's like I can't handle you because you can't handle me. Yeah, you, you're right. <laughs> it ain't about me being not handling an independent woman. It, the issue is this: if you want to be independent, you shouldn't be married to me. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's really the bottom line. Right. So it ain't about your independence; it's about you're trying to be the head. And both of us can't be the head. See, that's what it's all about. Everybody can't be the head of the household. Yeah. There's only one head. So you, we have to teach our children the biblical perspective. And that is being the head doesn't make you the dictator. It, it doesn't. Right. Head don't mean dictator. Right. You know, uh, and just like being the, uh, uh, the wife doesn't make you less, you know, it, 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 you're not less. There is, and people say, well, we're equal. No, there's no such thing as equality. Right. There's equity, but not equality. And that's what we have to teach our children, that there's equity, but it's not equality. There are no two people that are alike. You know, how can we be alike and one person is born with parents that are filthy rich, one person is born with parents that are in poverty? That's not, we're not equal. Right. You know, so people say that, you know, I get it, the Constitution may say that, but that don't make it true. All men are not created equal. You know, we just aren't. That's just life, you know. Right. Uh, some people are born six pounds and five ounces. Some kids are born <laughs> eight pounds, nine ounces. That's right. not equal. Right. But it's equity. And again, you know, I think that's what we have to start dealing with. So what is the what is the number one thing that we have to do in order for men, for young boys to, to grow up as men? I think the thing that's paramount is that we have to teach our young boys to be responsible. And I think that's key. We have to teach them to be responsible starting at an early age, that you are responsible. At an early age, teach them to respect young you know, girls and teach them that they should uh, take up and look after the young girls as be, and be a covering for, you know, whether it be their sister whether it be you know, a young girl in their class, but start teaching them that at an early age. And we have to start teaching young girls the value of being girls, not the value of being boys. Unfortunately, there is a gender uh, misconception. You know, it's, you know, it's like the book, you know, Think Like a Man. A woman does not need to think like a man. <laughs> All she needs to do is to think like a woman, right? <laughs> you, you know, uh, and that's what we have to start instilling people. Why should a woman think like a man? If I taught the man to think like a man, she wouldn't have to worry about trying to be the man. Right. Teach the man how to be the man. Teach the woman how to be the woman and start early. Again, I, you know, I'm not saying a, you can't teach your old dog new tricks. I'm just saying it's hard. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, you know, for the old dogs, you know, sometimes you just got to move on. But for the young generation, this is where we start. If in the black homes we start now, the next generation will benefit and that following generation and that following generation and it will change the dynamics totally. Yes, I totally agree with you. Thank you all so much for listening to us. This is your host, Stevie Baker. Till next time.